Dear viewers, dear viewers and podcast listeners, please let me explain what's my findings recently. So I'm doing a revamp of my previous like Genshin Impact explanation because I feel like people may misunderstand where I'm coming from thinking I hate the game so much. First of all, I don't blindly hate the game, nor do I blindly love the game. I judge my criticisms the criticisms of the game should be impactful i from my third party neutral perspective or an active player perspective to give you the idea about genshin impact including using some theological learning leanings i used to have to explain and dissect the symbolism in the video game for you ascension my problem with some of the figures that's Alas, uh, Genshin Impact that's subliminally featured in the game as influences, direct influences, they're not ideal for a fantasy world like Teviat in the sense because in a high fantasy game like Genshin Impact, you should be noted that these symbols and works is designed to be caveat but they have external influences that lead to people like Alistair Crowley and Helena Blavatsky that's considered controversial figures and in itself makes the game controversial. So more I want to add in is that I don't hate the game at all. I don't hate the game for it become it was a technological marvel. If I were forced to make that game, I wouldn't have made that game such a stellar, multi-platform, capable game. Because I wouldn't have been able to make that game technological speaking because I don't have that technological prowess yet but i do have the game design and animation prowess so i understand what makes game spark and unfortunately some of the fundamentals that of games design were crushed those rules were crushed by not the old ones but the fundamentals to all long-term success of games especially the end game of Genshin Impact was quite troublesome, including the second mid-game was quite troublesome for a lot of players. And I will dissect why. Why Genshin Impact is not like the Doom, open world Doom or the anime game of the... Yeah, I think it's a good game. Decent game to an extent, but I wouldn't say it's the best RPG out there, action RPG. The, the. Heck, I even like to argue that the previous game, Honkai Impact 3rd, had made some fundamental game design that is much more appealing than Genshin Impact in certain response. But all in all, Genshin Impact is a technological marvel and has a lot of influences from nostalgic games, which in turn influenced the pragmatism and the resolve of players in order to play the game plus adding a bonus that is free to play and there's no upfront cost let's forget all that let's forget all that for a second and listen to what i mean so so what, what what flag will you have to understand is that video games have different lenses so if we just go back the lens of the fandom to say we would know that the game is already great but from a designer point of view the game is great 
at right now, but it can be better. So for a game to last long, it requires feedback and criticism from various different lens of the video game. So looking at Genshin Impact from a satisfied action RPG player point of view, there is no flaws because they see the satisfied the players feel fun, they feel entertained by Storm Terror, by players like characters like Venti, Slothchin, uh, by player mechanics that like the daily challenges they gave you for 30 minutes at all. But there are players who also says these daily challenges are not enough and they're forced to sit behind a waiting wall called the raisin system in order to continue. Pause. So the next game lens I want to talk to you about is players do matter in this game but in this case Mihoyo made a I think startling mistake is that they like to censor the feedbacks. They wouldn't like to listen to the feedback directly and it creates this really like this indicative red flag factor that it creates an unbelievable set of ramifications for the video games in general. So the first ramification is that the players will be more distant towards the developer. If the developers are more active rather than just squeezing out the revenues from players and be more active, engage with the players in their feedback and criticism, and improving certain functions like the especially the raisin system people will complain maybe getting rid of scrapping the raisin system entirely for PC players because even though like what I said the PC players prefer their own version of Genshin Impact while mobile players prefer their version of Genshin Impact with auto playing factors and auto-aiming factors for the bow because there's no auto-aim in the mobile version for Genshin Impact at the moment but at the same time you need to understand that the game to be multi-platform you had to show a different variety of content that is exclusive to that platform unfortunately Genshin Impact made everything standardized to one platform either mobile or PC or the the people will argue which platform is the best to play Genshin Impact on. Most they say PC, but some people say mobile and or console. So it's difficult to say which because the player base and the fandom are so in denial in the dilemma about the problems. They only care about the surface level problems at the time. So this we have a shockingly lack last of engagement between the developers if developers want to continue the game, which I hope they do in their own rights and to be much more player friendly in the future rather than using these flossing mechanics like from other gacha games like limited time gacha banners. I think they should think about maybe try to expand the even bigger player base by fixing some of the already existing glaring head problems. Like the not just the reason system but the repetitive combat system even the halfway through it if you're a four star character if you're a five star characters it become increasingly difficult to unlock or level up your characters mid game because by the time you 
road and pool. They call pool and road. It means buy loot boxes, gachas in order to get to the next level. It creates a whole a lot of new level one characters, which technically they could have done this because other Western gacha gamers have done this. When you pull a new character, you don't have to start from level one, leveling them up. The highest level of your characters will be used instead. So your characters should all be able to level up to your highest character level. So that's the thing. We we need to have a game where leveling up factors like especially Genshin, which you drastically need, where getting a new character, the level will be pinned to your highest level character, so that you don't have to grind even more in order to play. There are many. Kudos to the early games of Genshin Impact. If people are saying I'm being too harsh on Genshin Impact, I'm not. The early game of Genshin Impact was fabulously done, where grinding is very rewarding. And the mid game, the grinding is also rewarding, but there are caveats where if you grind too much, there's a less likelihood if you obtain, obtain new and sick materials and sick. Items for your character, like for facial, you might lose out on a special bow. You or if it's Xiangning or Xiangnang or Kang or Xiao, you miss out on certain artifact, and those artifact can only be replenished either going through the gutter banners. If you miss out, and that's a problem, glaring problem. The events that. Genshin Impact features are pretty lackluster in the sense that long term, they will be obsolete very quickly. For example, if you roll a five star character like Dialogue Winti, the later five star characters will make sure to make the old five star characters less appealing, and it's more likely that after each update or short, small, incurrative, incurrent updates. The new five star characters will replace the old five star characters as the center stage. So less players will use the sick old characters, and that's a problem to me because again the characters all have to be unique to in a way, and not to a degree Genshin Impact does this right a bit. The characters are not you; they are not. Clunks of each other, but to a degree, some of the characters share movesets, and they feel some of the attacks feel homogenized. Homogenized, as in defined as not clone, but using the feeling of attacking feels the same to each other. And what I'm talking about is especially the main two characters. But you say the main two characters not important. But the interesting thing when I talk about the main two characters is that what the all the other characters don't have is in terms of the combat system, the gameplay combat system is that the elemental magical attacks that the main characters have advantages they are adaptive, they can use. You know, they can pray, they can send, they can pray and get different powers, different elemental powers. You can use the different elemental powers with the special Q and the Qs, and that's a big problem, you know, because 
They are like the only characters that have the ability to adapt to new elements. The rest characters cannot adapt to the new elements. They're fixed with water, earth, fire, f- ice, and maybe more like death and fire and inferno and electro lightning, royal lightning attack. And that's a big problem, you see, because those characters are so unique, and they have much more varied and better movesets than main characters. Yet they are fixed to one elemental attacks. But you can say that you can switch character with your unique feature. Well, technically, switching characters are not new because Warriors Orochi perfected that way before Genshin Impact. So, you, I wouldn't say it's a new feature. Per se, but it's a new feature to MiHoYo's game, new feature to a always online single player Gata game, and people might disagree with this, but I do feel that elemental attacks should not be limited to one. They should be spread out. They should be mastered by the player at their own pace. They should be hidden behind a paywall or such. Or I think they might do it in the future, but they won't. But hidden behind the gutter paywall, the gutter banner paywall, and the gutter banners are limited because they give the idea of scarcity. The gutter. What I have a problem with the mechanics of the gutter system is that the banners are limited. They give you a limited time in order to acquire the character. So that means it pushes the players who are more susceptible to addictive problems or. In the case lottery problems or like in China the mahjong problems, they were more likely to invest and spend the money even though they well they know at the heart they won't get the character until how much investment and grants they will need until they can load the characters, pull the characters, or wish. For the characters, or use the pity system in order to get the characters, they'll find all the ways they could to just get the characters within this strict time limit of events. This creates a lack, a scarcity, high scarcity over abundance problem. More scarce, scarce items becomes more rare, and becomes super rare, and becomes less common, and becomes. It gives people this higher self of esteem to an extent psychologically arrogant to think that better than everyone else, even though it's a single player game. I'm better than everyone else because I have this amount of five star character. I'm so lucky. I'm such a lucky chum boy. Adding more sense to it is that the leveling up system is not based on player skills. It's based on chance, based on levels. And if you base your entire gameplay. Of your end game and this later on game on rep on repetitive chance manufacturing or repetitive luck, basing on players repetitively grind and farm for the luck of getting that characters, that creates a loot creates a game design inconsistency problem, or they call it the ludon narrative dissonance problem, as in the narrative does not fit the. Methodology of the game, as in the leveling system. In this case, the leveling up progression and unlocking character system is drastically different to the storyline of the problem. Of course, you can argue that at the beginning of a game, you get three characters, you can progress through the end of the game without that. But what's fun of not unlocking other characters? That's the problem. It. 
doesn't give players more choice. Even by that chance, it forces the players to play within the certain boundaries of the abilities. It creates shocking, unbelievable chaos in sometimes in where the players want to end up having this player, and they end up being the strong arm of this player base. They become. Quite arrogant in a sense, and they become overly confident. But that's not all the problem you see. All the problem comes from being unable to support the players in the long run because they eat up the mid game and end game content way too much. You shouldn't entirely blame on the players for eating up the content too much. If the game is so good, they're willing to do it. You should be able to give them all the freedom to choose to. Play past the reason system. There shouldn't be a stamina system in the PC version. They should localize and call it for the mobile the Japanese market instead. The Japanese are fine with the reason system. If they're for with the Westerners, Genshi Mihoyu should have asked Westerners do they like stamina system? Of course they do not like. So for the exception, we're not giving you stamina system, and we're going to make the gacha fairer. If Mihoyu does all that, what I say, as well as adding more layers to the combat system, what I mean by layers combat system, making it more dynamic in the case that the elemental attacks are more well rounded, so the players, the players are very weak in this compatibility of the element, but the strongest at this compatibility element. For example, Dialuke is the strongest using Inferno and and Fire Magic, Pyro Magic, but he is the weakest in water magic or ice magic or in basically cryogenic sleep magic, and that's a problem. And because they don't give you a choice, you can't really adapt your magic to a situation. So you have to keep a constant shift with your character roster in order to get. It feels like Pokemon game. You have to change your character roster every time in order to fight a, a special enemy boss or like Storm Terror or the Night Wolf. And it doesn't make it fun in the addition that you have to spend sixty. Reason point in order to fight against the monster, regardless of your winning or not, you lose that stamina if you die, or if you win, you still lose a bit of your time with the characters because they don't really respond them often. So, it's not to do with me against the characters, but the system surrounding it—it's quite contradictory. The system basis is more like fan service over completion of games. And please just change the allow all those five star characters, all only just the five stars, all the four stars characters to be adaptive with other elemental attacks as well, because it's unfair to just risk the entire main character to have the elemental move list, even though he use a really name weak as um. Knife move set, basically sword move set, but other characters also use move sets. They're much more creative, but they're they're stuck with using ice or cryo or lightning or warp attacks. This is the problem you see. So I hope 
Mihoyo listens to my feedback actually changes because I sent him them detailed letters about it already. So I hope this game doesn't die out, but at the same time I hope players get more welfares, like more better Primo gems because these systems need to improve. If they don't improve, other games will catch up and be better. Other clones, lock-off games or Genshin Impact will be better. Or even like Breath of the Wild 2 will be significantly trump this game in the future if they never change the way how they handle the fandom, how they stop censoring people and start listening to the opposition side and understanding where they're coming from because any constructive criticism is better than none. Constructive criticism makes people learn and grow out of it. So thank you and please also check my YouTube channel called Magnificent Henry Critic and please look at my videos and explaining about unconventional narrative of the game. See you.